Jimmy. Hey, Pat McGann. How are you? I'm good, man. We made it to December. How do you feel about Yo. that? Is this uh, Cyber Tuesday? Have any money left? Do you spend it all, uh, drop it all over the weekend after Thanksgiving? I've, I've had like my most adult uh, Black Friday weekend ever. I'm just stocking up on shit like socks and underwear. Are you getting all the essentials? Cups. Yeah, man. Gone are the days of like wanting that new PlayStation that's come out. Now it's like, I need, I need some new flatware. You're door busting for, for some Hanes. That's it. Got some nice little socks coming. Oh, you're getting ready for the winter, huh? Gearing up, baby. Well, I'm glad everyone uh, is with us again. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. How was yours, buddy? Pretty low key. Um, just support a local uh, local restaurant out uh, with some with a very small group of family. Um, an old forest area, Jack Gibbons Steakhouse. Got nice. Turkey from there. It was a solid move. It was a solid decision, and uh, it was great. How about you guys? Gibbons Gardens. That's yeah. That place is old school. It is. Love that spot. Had some turkey from there. How about you guys? Yeah, we had a great time. We went over to Sarah's sister's um, and they cooked the bird, as we like to say, because everyone gets so annoyed when we keep calling it the bird. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we had a great time. Yeah, we were. uh, It's just her family and our family. And, you know, small, low key. I had some ping pong. Oh, what? Ping pong. They got an unbelievable setup, dude. This is like a scene out of a movie. You know, like a, a meet the parents volleyball scene. They had mentioned ping pong and I, I, they have like an air hockey table in their basement. So I thought they just had a cover for it. Like go down there. Dude, they're like, all right, maybe we'll play some ping pong. I'm like, yeah, like, all right. Aaron pulls out this net and just latches it on their island. <laughs> which In the kitchen. <laughs> in the kitchen, which all of a sudden you realize is the perfect. It's like they traced it out of a ping pong board. That's amazing. The perfect Does it have height. a line down the middle? There's no line. It's just the net right across. And then they like whipped out these paddles. I mean, I felt like I was about to get my ass kicked. Like, <laughs> yeah. like these people are pros. Like they just set it up right there. You want to play ping pong? And then you turn around and there's a court there. <laughs> and um, we had like a tournament. It was so fun. Just playing right there. We didn't really finish it. It just became, you know, with the kids, they were all over it and kind of disintegrated. But that might have been a high seed in, in the tourney. <laughs> But it was compared uh, to the children or because <laughs> adult wise, I mean, were they just dominant being that it's their house? They were. Uh, yeah, they're good. But there's plenty of space. Like you never it's like, God, this is like perfect. Some low hanging lights that were a factor maybe a couple times. Sure. I used to uh, used to work at an office where there was a ping pong table in the basement. And we had a European contingent at the office that were very good at ping pong. Like oh, really crazy serve, weird spins, you know, bouncing off the yeah. side of the table. And I was just like the child they let play every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like serving, you know, the, the most simplistic way possible. And they just let me play for a couple shots and then just destroy me. And then like, okay, go watch. <laughs> oh yeah. Once people start putting spin on it and they're, dude, I saw a clip, this someone in China, she was returning the ball with her face. She had like what? lost, it was in a competitive tournament and she was like, dude, with her head. And no. Like probably seven or eight consecutive competitive re- returns with her face. <laughs> it's hilarious. Awesome. Where do you watch this? It came across, um, I think on Twitter, my feed, and I, I looked it up to see if it was real. Looking at Snoped it. face on Twitter. No, it's real, dude. By the way, Twitter, I put, did I tell you put a time limit on Twitter? No. 
what's your Twitter time limit? I put a 45 minute limit on there every day, every day. And there, there's been a couple of days where I've turned off the limit. You can, you could say, ignore the limit. <laughs> there's been a couple of days where I haven't hit the limit, but I'm really trying to pull back on that. I don't know if you ever tried to app time limit, like you could set it. No. How do you do such a thing? Why are you teaching me technology all of a sudden? Where did we go wrong? <laughs> Cause man, it's December 1st. It's Advent. You just opened, <laughs> you open your Advent calendar calendar and there's a little tip for me, a tech tech tip. <laughs> I can't 25 days 25 days till christmas jim and get your shit together with twitter you're, you're way too much is there an app that you wish you did have a limit on all of them whatever video game i'm playing at the moment right now it's still currently the sniper game uh that one's lasted a little longer than i expected uh facebook facebook i think uh, really See, i just I scroll it all day i just scroll it all day it's so boring uh it's so ridiculous but yeah that's the one i'm on there a lot more than twitter I just admitted I'm much older than you. Yeah, that seems reversal here. It really is. So anyway, um, yeah, Thanksgiving was great. I also want to point out something that they had at Thanksgiving, which I can kind of remember the first time I had this dip, but I am really into this buffalo chicken dip, dude. Oh, man. You get that done right? You know what's one of the best ones? Uh, the Jewels. Has, Jewel has oh, an amazing. Yes, they do. That's the first time I ever had it. Man. Our neighbor introduced me to it. They had it at their house. We were in their their yard, like hanging out. And that was the first time we had it. Dude, first of all, I walk in, it's Thanksgiving. You know, you're going to eat a ton of food. And they have, you know, two rotisserie chickens there to make this dip. They're about to shred it. Elliot's like, wow, two turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that's what we're having today. These two rotisserie chickens. Dude, but that was, um, you know, we went heavy apps early, like around three. And then um, dinner was you know, six thirty was nice. A little bit solid. later. It was a great, great spread. It was a nice time. That's very solid. We did, uh, I did like a series of family zooms throughout the course of the day to see the, the rest of my loved ones. And, uh, those were all met with varying degrees of success. <laughs> those are great. We had a zoom with my family the night before on Wednesday night, a little trivia. Did you guys like, do anything interactive or just no, just, I mean, most of it was just getting people logged in successfully and then <laughs> 15 other screens saying hi to them. I will say one of the highlights, uh, the very first Zoom I did of the day, um, I couldn't get on. And that's embarrassing as one of the youngest members of oh, yeah. the family. And then my, my cousin, who's the only person younger than me, she's 30. She texted me and she's like, hey, are you on this thing? And I was like, no, I haven't been able to get logged in. And she goes, oh, thank God. Which is great because she wouldn't even admit to not even being able to get in because she's like, if, if I can't do it and other people are on there, that's embarrassing. So were there we're other people the that didn't boat. make it through? No, thank God. Thank God there was an issue with the link. It was because oh. <laughs> we're like, we're the youngest representatives. And if we're asking questions, you know, the people yeah, right. don't even have their cameras pointing in the right direction if they're on and we're not. <laughs> was it resolved? It was resolved. We had a very nice time. It's funny because we, um, we, that family Zoom lasted exactly 40 minutes. So even when they took off that time limit, my family's like, no, okay, we're done. Right at this point, everyone just signed up. Was it ever like a, a lull in conversation or chaotic? How many people was, were in there? Yeah, it was more the opposite. I had, I've had, um, I had some anywhere from like six to probably 10 to 12 at any given moment on different ones. Uh, no, more often than not, it's just multiple conversations going at the same time. So you don't really understand any of what's happening. Yeah, they're hard I mean? to, um, like I had one with some buddies and they're hard to, if you don't almost have like an, a, a framework or an 
agenda, some kind of like something to, you know, it's like us having this stupid podcast. We don't have a couple things. We don't have your family Zoom to talk about (laughs) or my thing. When we're all uh, on Zoom the night before, we were propped up by trivia because, you know, if you don't have like that, uh, sometimes it could be like a little bit of a lull. And it's not okay. even like the, anyone's fault because you, you have plenty of people that you know how to communicate with just in that sure. format. I think some people are waiting like, all right, <laughs> should I just bring something up? <laughs> Do you ever go into like material or start roasting just people's backgrounds? Absolutely. You got to, I mean you got to do something you gotta have a conversation somewhere dude we had and one of them it was a smaller one it was only five or six people and we had like two people both talking at the same time and neither one of them would give up oh, yeah. you know how like if you just keep going eventually one of them's going to stop talking for a moment and then you'll figure <laughs> out what one of them is saying at least no just both of them <laughs> just the entire and it was just jumbled words between each I don't know what either story was at the end. You're just like, oh, just staring at that red button. Conan tweeted like that they should have had a leave Thanksgiving button on the Zoom. Oh, that's great. There are things that happened to me this year. Uh, a lot of people told me how much their turkey weighed, and I don't know how to process that. Like my husband, there's five of us. He got a 22 pound turkey. Yeah, I never know if that's too much or not enough, so I just like repeat the number back to them. <laughs> It was like 22. It's like 22. Everybody gets the uh, the oversize, it seems like. Most people, when they're hosting, like you never run out of turkey, it seems like. They always cook way too much. I think they said the, a- the average size is about that 18, 20 pounds. People See, just... I would have been much better off with that information going into the holiday. As someone yeah. who doesn't buy a whole turkey very often. Dude, they're seven huge. Seven of us, 42-pounder. <laughs> if if you say. This is just because I've actually had to cook a couple and host a couple of these. Dude, I'd be right in your boat if I wasn't, you know. I mean, I've had to cut one. Have you ever had to cut a turkey? And our, we have uh, cousins assigned to that. I'm not on that team. But I, uh, <laughs> you're, oh, yeah, you're on the paper cup I've team, been, right? <laughs> I've been in the room. I'll wash a dish on occasion. You know what I mean? Come in and break the breastplate. <laughs> Let's separate. Look, give me the thigh. Where's that at? Yeah, Give me some of that dark person. meat. <laughs> you do any of the dark? I'll go a little bit of everything. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not picky. <laughs> I, I like a little. I like a little combo for my, especially for again, turkey for me is all about the next day. I started on leftover turkey sandwiches pretty immediately after Thanksgiving. I've only got Atta one boy. or two left. Nice. I got it. Um, my neighbor dropped off a smoked turkey breast last night. What? Sliced up. Yeah, I'm gonna dive in on that. I had Solid. just got, got I had just got home. I went to uh, one of our favorite spots in Chinatown. We got some Chinese, so I haven't dove in on that. Very nice. You've been uh, you've been out and about supporting local business. Yeah, man. Well, we had a Zoom on. Uh, was it was that that was Wednesday night too? Night before Thanksgiving, we had a Zoom for the local thing that uh, we're doing for the I'm doing for the 19th Ward here in my neighborhood. So we had Nancy Faust on. Now, anyone who doesn't know who Nancy Faust is, I'm very um, intrigued by by Nancy. Like her career is amazing. So I want to talk about a dream job. Forty one seasons as the organist at um, Comiskey Park. So I grew up. She was just you know a fixture there. I recently saw her kind of on social media. She was posting, playing like take mats of all game at home and doing this stuff. So I reached out to her to see if she wanted to jump on this thing and just as like a 
name that tune. So we had Jim hosted it and Kittle, Ron Kittle came in, but Nancy, man, can you believe this, this career? I mean, I didn't even know all this stuff, you know, starting really walk up music was like her thing. She kind of yeah. invented that. And she was like, have you ever seen this old, uh, you ever seen this old picture of her on the cover of Chicago Tribune magazine? No. Oh yeah. Maybe I did see that years ago. Bill Melton and uh, who's that Wilbur Wood? I would think so. I wasn't sure who that was. I knew it was Bill, but yeah. this, I mean, she was like a star. Yeah. Yeah. Very attractive. And she's, um, she used to be really, um, reachable at the games. Like you could just go up to her organ booth and get her autograph. And she had like a, a card that she'd sign and she was just always nice to kids. And just hearing her play that organ just brought me back to being in the stadium. You know what I mean? Hearing that, like just her rendition of stuff. It's just so unique. And, uh, Oh man, how fun was that? It could not have been cooler. Couldn't have been nicer. Had to like run out and get the cables because they realized they didn't have the proper stuff to connect to the computer, uh, you know, for the Zoom. They're like right. run to the store beforehand to get shit done. I mean, really awesome. Really excited it's like to play preparing for, for one of your Thanksgiving family parties. <laughs> it really was. Get all the dude. She plays like clever stuff, like depending on the player's name or what's going on in the game. And she started um, really Harry Carey started with. The, the Cardinals originally, but when he came to Chicago, he came here because of the White Sox. Right. And she played Take Me Out to the Ball Game in such a way, you know, with the organ, just play that kind of a unique way. It kind of encouraged him to start singing, really, and performing that song and interacting with the fans. She really kind of started that. Yeah. I mean, a huge piece of baseball history. It was so cool. And the story she told, you know, she was really cool. She has a pet donkey we learned about. Yeah, Bill Vec was giving away a donkey at the at the game and no one took it. No one claimed the prize. They like raffled off. <laughs> Can you imagine if you want you're at the game with your buddies? Just dude, are you going? Are we going uh, across the street? Are we going to hang out? Are you going to pick up that donkey or dude? I don't think it. my wife would kill me. Dude, can you imagine I come home. I've gone home with some donkeys before, but I bring one <laughs> to my house. She's not going to let me in. Who the hell would claim a donkey? Get right? Dude, I took the red line here. I can't, <laughs> I'm like, get home. Can't get into Freddy's with this. <laughs> so needless to say, the donkey was never claimed. It was like roaming around the park the next day. And she asked if she could take it home. And now she's got like a like lineage. She's breeding these things. We even, in the midst of this uh, interview, we heard the donkey at one point. Yeah, she was in her barn and the donkey went off. He was trying to talk to us, dude. He's trying to get on our podcast. Become our next guest. Can you imagine? <laughs> Who have they had? <laughs> Singletary, Sebastian, and Nancy Faust's donkey. The original one from Bill Veck? No, the new one. Oh. She said that Dick Allen, the song, you know, she played like Jesus Christ Superstar for him. Yeah. And playing that was like the first. And then players started asking like, you know, for certain songs or asking her to be creative. Love a good walk-up song. She did things like uh, for Wally Joyner, she played a uh, Leave it to Beaver theme song. Yeah, right. Because of Wally. There was, um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones who she played for like Vance Law and Rudy Law. She'd play like the Law and Order theme song or something legal. Dragnet. Dragnet, yeah. Yeah, she would always do like, if your name was Belle, she'd play some something with bells in it. I mean, it, that's a bad example because it's so obvious, but like she would, <laughs> if your name was Pete Incavelia, she would play Jingle Incavelias. <laughs> if your name was Anagada Vida, she would play Anagada Vida for you. It's pretty simple how it worked. 
she would mix in uh yeah she was just clever I, I i would love to be able to pick up my pick my own walk up song right if you could would you what would you pick for you oh i don't know to be honest with you <laughs> what about for stand-up Probably something for uh you know what a song i like is all night by uh chance that's a great one like a, it's like a it's a hype song just get some some juice going usually i just say to the guys or girls running the music just pick something that's uplifting and because sometimes people will they think that they're funny like the you know the sound guy play whatever you want okay and then they'll play like the super mario brothers you know theme song i had one to play like animal sounds like barnyard sounds oh god (laughs) and it's like what are you what are you fucking this it made me so mad which i can see though because if i was the organist and you were coming to the plate i would play something like (laughs) bullshit song (laughs) you know well that's different than if you're the manager of the comedy club who booked me if like if you're the organist of the opposing team you should want to get in my head not if you're the guy who booked me for the gig i'd play really really this guy's up (laughs) i'd play we're down to our last player clearly (laughs) We are all out of pinch hitters and no pitchers are available to bet. I'd play start the bus. <laughs> no, what would you play? Would you, what song would For you want? you? I think I would play the Batman theme song. Cause I'd want the people in the audience to be like, no, 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 Pat McGann. <laughs> you think that's what they would be like? <laughs> yeah. Pat McGann, Pat McGann, Pat McGann. Kind of like how they used to do Jose, Jose, Jose for Jose Valentin. They used to play Ole, 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 and everyone would go, Jose, 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 Jose. Uh, It's one of my favorite parts of baseball that I think is still okay. (laughs) Which in other countries, all they hear is Joe, Joe, (laughs) Joe. So true. (sighs) We're so clever here in the States. (laughs) It was his walk-up music, though. I mean, you can't expect us not to do that. That was a great walk-up song. Yeah. Everyone being on that. Yeah, it was great having her, dude. Thanks for jumping in on that. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, we had to plug the podcast, and we got to support the local biz. So go to the19thward.com, buy some tickets. We're doing a show on Friday, this Friday, December 4th, and all the proceeds Every single dollar is going to these uh, local businesses. There's 39 of them. They're going to split all up. You can win stuff. You can win a car. You can win like $5,000 cash. If you don't want the car, you can take the cash. That's awesome. Don't you love that? You could win a car. Think about that. Without having to fly to LA, get chosen for contestants row, (laughs) spin the wheel, get the dollar, and then win a showcase. Like you're skipping all of those steps to be able to win a vehicle. That's a pretty good day. And you can do it for as little as 10 bucks. Yeah. Well, you want to spend at least 50 to get tickets to the show that we're doing. For sure. I mean, I just if you want to support overall and try and yeah. win a car, you can. But if you want to get the show, it's uh, it's five tickets, 50 bucks. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I lost I lost vision of who we're really <laughs> promoting here. <laughs> I hit up a little local business this week, actually, uh, for uh, Small Business Saturday. I got a little uh, little assortment from, uh, do you remember uh, uh, Cindy Nelson's sister-in-law, Tracy? Yeah, for sure. They opened a little restaurant called uh, Rosemary and Jeans in Lombard, a nice little Italian joint. And, uh, oh, really? Yeah, I went over there yesterday, ordered some grub for a friend of mine and I, just uh, 
pigged out on some good Italian food for Small Business Saturday. It was very oh, good. Cool. It was awesome. So if you're ever out in the western suburbs of Chicago, it was great. It was very cool. It was very cool to go out and uh, and do a little supporting locally. That's great, dude. Nice. I'll have to check that place out. Real I'm good. trying to. Uh, I'm I'm not eating that well. I'm still on like, but I have got back into running. I just went on a run to run today. Here's a window. I saw uh, <laughs> I saw Bill Cunningham out there. What? State senator. What's he doing in the morgue? I got up close. I said, "Finally, have someone running against you." <laughs> You're usually unopposed out here, Bill. Oh, he's great. He's like a real runner. He he runs like all the time and like puts up high high numbers. So I just go out there and come right back home. He was like, how much do you run? I'm like, ah, you know, I was pretty good in the summer and then I banged up my foot, kind of getting back into it. And then, you know, he's telling me how much he, like, he's like really like a pro, you know? What's and a I, pro mean? You know, I'm not a, saying a pro, but like, he's a legit runner. Like he's got the gear. He does it every day. He's up to, you know, he maxes out at like 10 miles, you know, Jeez. seven, 10 miles. Of, but every other day he's doing three or four. If I if was honest with him, I came home and, and, Sarah was heating up that Chinese food like, <laughs> and I ate it. I hadn't even like caught my breath yet. And I was eating orange chicken. Like <laughs> he's, he's like, how much you run? I'm like, ah, you know, a couple miles. So I'm, I'm actually going home right now to have some chicken fried rice and, and an egg roll. That's how serious I am. I'll be, before I get my shoes off, I'm going to eat a thousand calories. But it was good to see him, uh, see him out there. And they're all behind us too, the whole 19th ward thing. So. That's great, man. I got to ask, did you really say that running on a post thing to him? I did. Yeah. I, think I had to come up with something, man. A little solid. Sunday, little Sunday humor. Did he laugh? No, not really. He's, okay. <laughs> He's a professional. <laughs> he was focused. <laughs> he was not in a, a playful mood. Not in a joshing mood? No, he was great. He was, <laughs> I was like, Pat, are you joshing me? <laughs> but yeah, I want to start eating um, better. And dude, I think I thought of a new diet. Our light bulb went out in our fridge, and I think that could be a diet. Just take, take your, your light bulb out of your fridge because last day, we, we did fix it already, but the last day, I would open it up, and it's like nothing looks good. You can't really tell. It looks menacing. It almost looks yeah. like you're staring down a dark alley. Like, you don't even say that. <laughs> Where's the sweet baby rays? What is that? That cheesecake brown? I can't tell. Just leave it <laughs> in. There. Get your your phone, and you're like looking in your fridge like a <laughs> spotlight, like looking for clues. I'm just saying. I think that that would be a uh, something to try. People want to cut back. Just take the take the bulb out of your fridge. <laughs> I can't wait till you write a bestseller. <laughs> the one less light bulb diet. Yeah, dim to thin. <laughs> Lights out diet. I don't know. Spitballing could be a new, uh, what do you call that? A fad. Then post Thanksgiving, you put some decorations here. You decorate and you got your, uh, do you go up into your attic and pull all your <laughs> Christmas decor down? No, no. And I'm trying to figure that out. Is there a right amount of Christmas decor for me to have? Cause I feel like it should be more than zero. There's I never like enough. That's not true at all. <laughs> As a single man, there's like, okay, there's way too much. <laughs> right exactly <laughs> you don't just look like a pop-up bar you know <laughs> you don't just look like cleo's and appleton just lights everywhere <laughs> great, place. great reference for like three people <laughs> uh, um no but like i also i'm not a fan of the ridiculously small christmas tree i don't know what to do it's just like when you were a single guy did you uh did you ever did you and your buddies decorate yeah we had a tree 
And then um, I remember we had a party one time and someone picked up the tree and hit someone with it. I, I lost, <laughs> I lost some ornaments turned into like a big wrestling match. That's just insane. Disintegrated at four in the morning. Someone was outdoing themselves. Um, yeah. We Were used able to, to salvage the tree. Yeah. It was just a little pop-up. It's like, what's that ornament? Oh, that's Brian's cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. We didn't do a whole lot, but. You got to have something for the stocking up for yourself. <laughs> just one stock. I mean, that's the thing. Is there, a, is there an amount that's not sad that isn't too much? I mean, if you do hang up a stocking for yourself and it has your name on it, you have to videotape it. I would never do something. <laughs> Post that. And then turn around like as you hang it and turn around and you have a mug. You pick up off the mantle. And... Season's greetings, everyone. <laughs> it's your friend, Jim. You know, this time of year, piano starts in the background. Yeah, you got to have something, I would think. You got some stuff left over from uh, previous phases of your life, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> See, you can't even talk about it without it sounding weird. What, uh, what do you guys Well, doing? I don't what know do what your about? level of comfort is. <laughs> no, I don't care. I mean, I mean, when you and Steve and Lori were all living together, <laughs> did you guys have, you didn't have any. <laughs> This is a story I'm not sure if I ever wanted to tell on here. Um, maybe two weeks after the Steve story came out, I was on a, uh, a work Zoom call. It may have been a happy hour for my birthday. It was a happy hour for my birthday. I have a coworker named Steve, and we also have a new coworker. Uh, his dog ran into the frame. And uh, I'm like, hey, man, what's your dog's name? And he goes, Steve. And I got to see a Steve's reaction to an animal named Steve. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Something you specifically asked about with my pet name, Steve. Like, how would people, like, what would a guy named Steve react like that to? What did the guy, uh, how did he take it? Not a whole lot of real reaction. Unfortunately, it was, it would have been awkward to record the Zoom call from that moment. I was, I'd love to play it for you. But uh, just like, uh, probably hoped it never got brought up again, specifically not on a coworker's podcast. So, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> that's great, though. So did you watch the, um, the Mike Tyson fight the Roy I did Jones. not see the fight I did not either I read about it today I wasn't really gonna shell out for that what was the number on that what were they asking for to watch a 50 something year old Mike Tyson at least 50 bucks I think but it was funny I saw how he promoted it the night before did you see him no he had a, like a Roy Jones cake and he was eating it with his family you know I guess he like made a comment to like I like the ears <laughs> it's a reference to you know what holy field uh-huh which was 23 years ago remember that night dude that was 23 years ago holy shit yes yeah, so i was reading about the uh the fight and they made a um a guy in the trib today i just saw it online made a reference to tony larusa being named the white Sox manager and how he needs to rebuild his image like tyson did because tyson's image really started to bounce back with the hangover oh yeah and then just kind of like really started making fun of himself. Really did. And then uh, uh, the Mike Tyson, like I was going to say, when you said it was 50 bucks for the fight, like I would pay that for a new season of Mike Tyson Mysteries before I would pay that to watch him box <laughs> at this point. Did you get into that show? <laughs> yes, I loved it. So funny. Also, I, I feel like I got that from you. It was so good. And yeah, I mean, he really, that's a good point. He really rehabbed his, uh, his image quite a bit. That show is so great short episodes just ridiculous 
Yeah, I'd rather watch him fight someone like like a regular dude. I would too, um, but he said that he doesn't want to get back into competitive boxing. This isn't about world, winning world championships. And I was like, well, there's a big difference between <laughs> saying you should get back into competitive boxing and thinking that you're going to win a world championship at 54 years old. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that he, you know, how serious he is about it. He said he was high before the fight. They asked him, like, did you smoke weed before the fight? He's like, yeah, I did. That's just who I am. I heard it was a draw and a lot of, a lot of hugging, a lot of holding. But it just has that feel like, you know, when you're kind of being taken. Not that I was alive, but um, Battle of the Sexes or um, maybe different than Evil Knievel, but like just a stunt kind of. Yeah. Which, by the way, Evil Knievel is. Is there another? I guess Robbie Knievel tried, but I mean, you look back at what that dude did and how much the public loved it. Yeah. Like they were just that starved for entertainment or. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, the same way the Walendas are on TV or, you know, you get the occasional David Blaine's going to hide a building or something, you know? Yeah. Anytime (laughs) you can bring the whole world together to watch some ridiculousness. I'm all for that. Oh, I love it. Yeah. True. Right. Yeah. I saw the battle of sexes. 50 million people watch that 1973. It's incredible. 50 million people watching tennis. 50 million people just here in, in the U.S. was like close wow. to 100 million worldwide. Insane. People just love watching stupid shit. 20 million people watch the season finale of Elf. What? The season finale <laughs> or the series finale? The series finale. Okay. Well, how many watched MASH? Oh, I don't know. Tons. Lots of them. That was the big one. But I know Evil Knievel, I was looking at some of the stuff he did, like just <laughs> jumping over, just lining up buses and doing it all over the world. Like Wembley, he's in front of Caesar's Palace. He's trying to jump over a canyon in Idaho. And then like a lot of times he did not make it. Like, <laughs> yeah, he just skid out, stumble, like broke a ton of, I mean, one of the things he like almost went into a coma. Oh, one time, I guess he jumped off of, uh, he was trying to do, maybe it was the canyon, trying to get over a bunch of cars and he skid out and broke a bunch of bones, but he did get up just to say, I'm done. I'll never ride again. And then they, <laughs> and then they, the next paragraph is three months later, he took, <laughs> he took on 20 tour buses in the city of London. That feels like a great SNL sketch somewhere in there where he's like, like he can't clear three of them the 20 you know but then three months later he's like we're going for 24 well i think the answer to evil knievel in the world of comedy was super dave osborne yeah and i used to love super dave osborne <laughs> i mean that was like the longest it was a half hour joke you know you start the start the training like you get the whole stunt what he was going to do and all the build up and you you knew it was coming but still it was awesome Oh God, I hated how much, like it was one of those shows I didn't want to watch because it was, it felt a little too grown up, but I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? It was one of those comedies where it was like, fine, I'll watch this. In hindsight, it was so good. So funny. I'm looking at this uh, Snake River Canyon jump in a steam-powered rocket. Yes, dude. And there was another Evil Knievel jump where he had to jump over like, I don't know, a couple of lions and some snakes like deadly Uh snakes and he hit the cart 
of the snakes on the jump, I think. And they all got loose. And everybody that was there had to like run down the mountain. All of a sudden they were part of the stunt. They were like, they're, they were trying to defy the odds and avoid death too. Without a helmet, without a red, white, and blue helmet with their name on it. That's better than Super Dave Osborne. His actual bullshit was better. It was a better parody of him than anything, it seems like. I mean, where did he get permits to do all this shit? Was it pretty? It sounds like it was just kind of like, you know. Yeah, you're in a canyon in Idaho. I feel like. Rolled into town and just just did whatever. Were you able to find video footage of all this or were you just. uh, I didn't go that far into it. The only reason I thought of uh, Evil Knievel was because of I went from the uh, Mike Tyson stunt into, um, you know, that battle of sexist stuff. And then I was looking at just those spectacles, those events that they used to throw at people. And like you point out, they still do it with the Wendellas or whatever the hell their name is. (laughs) Wendellas. Wendellas. Wendell is the the boat that goes on the Chicago (laughs) River tour, which he walked across, which he walked across like those two. um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah apartment buildings i've parked in there a couple times at the house of blues yes yeah the corn on the cob buildings Mm -hmm. do you know that that his grandfather died on a fall you ever see that he's like in mexico he's like 70 years old it's on youtube he's like 70 he's dressed like he's going to the bank (laughs) like he's got like pants on like sansa belts and like a collared shirt it looks like he's (laughs) Going to church. Carl Walenda. Should I watch it? He does not look like he's in shape. The rope does not look sturdy. Everything about it looks bad. And dude, he uh, he he perishes. It's not. I mean, it's unbelievable. There's like news footage of them with what I can only presume is that date's date at the end of his <laughs> like his birth to death. And, and then, then you, oh my god, this is entirely shaky. And you know, this guy, his whole life was, I'll die doing this. I'll probably die doing this one day. Like, oh my you, God. Oh my God. Not if you stop doing it eventually. Oh my God. This is a live reaction. <laughs> Jim Flanagan witnessing. Like the people next to where he landed just like turned no. the other direction. They can't even look at it. Oh, you saw him land? I never saw no. that one. Like you see the people next to where he, I think he bounced off of a car. He did. This one shows him going all the way to like, like you, you lose him just before he hits the ground. Was it product placement? Was it like brought, <laughs> brought to you by? Bounty, the quicker picker upper. <laughs> brought to you by Ford. Have you driven a Ford lately? This is. Here he okay. is right before bouncing off of the new Chevy Malibu, which is a four car sedan available for 25 thousand dollars uh no product placements involved but that was uncomfortable <laughs> i'm not sure i want to watch that again no one's asking you to <laughs> i mean i might i might watch it a couple more times because i want to see because like there are two dudes standing there to some people well there are two dudes standing there like looking where it happens and then the moment he falls out of sight you just see him turn the other direction like oh we can't we don't know what's going on back there and because everyone else is rushing toward it oh what a weird okay all right How'd you like to be covering that? I mean, I feel like I just did. I think a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, back to you, must have. Uh, they must have passed. 
in America, like the executives, like, Hey buddy, I'm God bless you. But we heard you're, you're falling on mats at practice all the time. You're struggling. You're, you're way overweight. You're 70 plus. Like he was probably like, you, you don't know who I am. I'm the great Carl Wendell. I got Mexico city waiting for, they got the rope already set up. Has anyone checked it? Is it, is it taught? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm going to do it. I'll take all my money down there. <laughs> He's dressed like he's about to go to a banquet at a VFW. I mean, this is not. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's too bad. But you know, that's that's how those guys go, right? I mean, it's what he wanted. But how crazy that that's what his grandson is doing. Well, have you ever seen? I mean, like they're the Flying Willenda family, right? Like this is right. generations deep. Like there are videos on here of like nine of them. Yeah, but there's like, also nine of them a... all crossing together. <laughs> There's also like, an, another video there that shows the old patriarch, which could maybe change the old family whistle, right? nickname. They're the Flying <laughs> Wendella family. They, uh, no, 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 they're not. The Falling Wendellas. <laughs> Out of the sky. Oh my God, this is the meanest <laughs> podcast we've done yet. No, God bless him. And this guy, you know, the grandson, but, but you know, is it how much of that is in your blood quote unquote or that you're trying to live up to something that ends with you falling off (laughs) a rope between two parking garages in guadalajara (laughs) when you're 75 what are you trying to like you got some habit you got can't afford anymore guadalajara parking garages yeah, no, you're right, man. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, it doesn't seem quite so normal after all. But I saw it when he did that thing in Chicago, I was mesmerized. I, you know, tuned in. Right? Tuned in. And the, these people on their balconies. Hey, come on. <laughs> you got it. Not much further. Will you please move these trucks <laughs> so I can get my car out? Yeah, I wonder how they um, approach that, like who they talk to. I mean, you can imagine living in that apartment building, someone knocks on your door, just like, hey, <laughs> the Wendellas want to walk across from here to, who the hell are they? Of the falling Wendellas? <laughs> you ever see this video? <laughs> this is the guy's grandpa. This was the guy's grandpa. Forgive me. Sorry. <laughs> oh man, I gotta watch that again. While you have that, you gotta <laughs> cleanse. You gotta cleanse your. Uh, you gotta do a cleansing. Did you pull up the um, ping pong? Ping pong with face? No, I have not found ping pong face yet. Yeah, pull that up while we um, segue into Christmas decorations. As we talked about earlier, your house. I don't know if you have any on the inside. Does your uh, condo put stuff outside? Do they? No, we're real, real boring. Yeah. That's another move. Do I become the guy who just puts a strand of lights around his balcony? It's a little <laughs> creepy, isn't it? <laughs> it definitely is. But that's one of the reasons I want you to do it. <laughs> what if I turned my whole balcony into a manger scene? Would that be more or less creepy than one strand of lights? Just get one huge inflatable and put it on your balcony. <laughs> 
People love these inflatables, dude. I see them around my neighborhood. Like, what is the game plan here? You got Will Ferrell on your front lawn. Yeah, Will Ferrell is the elf. We were driving by the other day. Actually, we were talking about the movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't really like elf. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. I don't know. Like, I like it, but I don't love it. I don't know what it is about that movie. I've just never been like hooked on it. I heard it's great and people love it. And I people love Will Ferrell. Love it. Ferrell. I love James Caan. I love Bob Newhart. Maybe I need to just sit through the whole thing. I think it's a, it, you know what? When you talked about Beetlejuice, it kind of reminded me of the same thing where like it took a long time to like, let's get into this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, the trailers already show me that he's an elf from the North Pole who landed here. I get it. Now let's get into some hijinks. I don't need <laughs> right. the long lead time. <laughs> I've never Dude, been a fan of elves, maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I don't really that's like That's part of it, too. Never liked the Keebler elves. Never liked, um, was never in the Seven Dwarfs that much. I would put them in the elf category, wouldn't you? Yeah, we might have to rename the category, but I think there's some similarities <laughs> there. Dude, real quick, can we talk about this video of this woman playing ping pong with her face? Yeah, oh, you're, you found it? <laughs> this is incredible. Did you see the news clip with the slow-mo footage of the ball hitting her face? <laughs> no. And the face like... <laughs> it was a real great slow-mo shot. Because this is like... Her face puts more spin on a ping pong ball than I can with a paddle. Yeah, she would beat me with her face for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. <laughs> if I played you at ping pong and you had to use your face... I still think I wouldn't get a point. It's a weird thing to say. <laughs> Can you, that's how bad you are. Both of us are that she just shows up and like, Hey, where's your, where's your paddle? And she just, just points to her face. <laughs> oh, that's I'm awesome. glad you saw that. I wanted you to forget about that. Um, 75 year old dude. That's our first not safe for work episode of all over the place. Oh, come on. This is a, uh, yeah, it's December. We got to get more into a uh, Christmas mood, which I was trying to do when we, when we talked about decorations. Tell uh, me about your decorations. Well, I don't have many. I just, you know, we, we put them on the bushes out front, tree. I was just uh, just thinking that, you know, some people are really into it. I think that the inflatables are the extreme end of that. I just like a little bit of decor. I don't like to go crazy with it. But we were talking about the movie Elf and I said, to, uh, you know, so I was saying like, yeah, it's pretty good. She's like, it's uh, Josephine said, it's a it's a legendary. They have a when you make a blow up, when you make a inflatable or something, that means it's a legendary because they have like uh, another uh, house has um, Ralphie from Christmas Story in the, the the rabbit pajamas. And then there's minions with Santa hats on. Now, I'm not saying those movies are legendary. So I think there's holes in this inflatable theory of Josephine's. But I see what are Minions mean. even that Christmas related? No, they're not at all. <laughs> I mean, if this isn't like a blow up of just Will Ferrell, right? He's dressed as Elf. He's dressed as the Elf, but it's okay. clearly his face. I wonder if he's getting a piece of that. Oh, he's got to be getting some royalties. Could you imagine me Will Ferrell driving down the block somewhere and just seeing one of those and being like, what the? Get my manager <laughs> on the line. Yeah, I mean, my taste, but just a funny uh, to me, like, and I'm not like banging the, you know, the message here. Jesus's birthday. Jesus was born. <laughs> now, <laughs> I know we've made a giant leap here. And you want to celebrate the old birthday of uh, the savior, but maybe the, uh, the inflatable Will Ferrell is not the. <laughs> what other like adjacent, what other like adjacent to uh could you put like a big John McClane in your front yard? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
What's this? Like, that's, that's, just a giant, that's just a giant inflatable Bruce Willis. Why? Because it's Christmas. What's your favorite Christmas song? Like for a lot of people, it might be Santa Claus coming to town, Silent Night. You know, theirs is like the grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Love that one. Now, your neighborhood's classy. You guys don't have the Christmas poops out, do you? What's that? Like the Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poop. Oh, I haven't seen those. Those are oh, decorations yeah. too? Oh, that's Oh, great. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is your least favorite Christmas song? Oh, have you been really good reminded one. yet? Like Holly Jolly Christmas, heard that the other day. I'm already sick of that. <laughs> First so time I heard bad. it. That's so bad. That could be up there. That's a that's a great bad Christmas song. Um, I'm not a huge grandma got run over by a reindeer fan because like it just stops being funny after a while. You know what I mean? Like Adam Sandler albums. Like there's a reason he came out with a new one because the first one sucked after a while. <laughs> you remember the joke. Do you like the song Grandpa Fell Off a Tightrope? <laughs> <laughs> Walking over our house Christmas Eve. <laughs> Trying to walk in a straight line on a rope in Mexico City. People say he was doing what he loved. I thought he was fucking stupid. <laughs> Oh, God. Holly Jolly Christmas is bad. I think that um, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree is slightly better than Holly Jolly Christmas. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, yeah, that, that is better. That's, uh, is that Brenda Lee? Because she's got a good one, too. She's got uh, Jingle Bell Rock, right? Is that the same? Uh, Mel Smith and Kim Wilde, I'm looking it up now, is Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Is Mel Smith a Spice Girl? Is that a new one? <laughs> <laughs> what is... Who's that? Somebody down the one is on the <laughs> I thought that was a dude, Mel Smith. I don't know. Maybe no, it might I, be. I'm not a big old Christmas tree guy. So any Christmas tree song? <laughs> no, no, oh Christmas tree. Oh yeah, that's terrible. It's a lot of the same words. Yeah. Over and over, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> not any Christmas tree song. So any Christmas <laughs> song? No. Any song has uh, Santa in it. <laughs> Any song, any anything that has Jesus being born or his birthday or anything about peace on earth, hate all that happy, like, you know. Run rock. DMC's It's Christmas Time in Hollis, Queens is the only Christmas song worth listening to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that guy. That's that's a solid one. There are some terrible rap Christmas songs also, by the way. What's the one with um Rowney on Virgin? I like that one. <laughs> Silent Night. <laughs> Just st start quoting <laughs> random lines. What's the one when he's got no uh, no crib for a bed? <laughs> I like that when he's cribless. What's the one with Parson Brown marrying people? <laughs> what is Parson? I, that always <laughs> bothered me. I have no idea. That's like a it's a preacher, I think, isn't it? I would guess so. Yeah, I'd like, um, I'll, I'll get into some Christmas music, but I, I'd like to hold off as long as I can. Yeah, I mean, I, once it hits December, I can't be mad at it, you know? The fact that I haven't heard much going into December, I'm good with that. Yeah, I think that I get, um, I, I'm even like, let me get a little closer to Christmas, like the 15th I like to get to, sure, if I can, but it's impossible now. I like Little Drummer Boy for about three minutes. 
Like okay. Little Drummer Boy's a song where it's like, okay, I enjoy this. And then everyone's rendition is too long. The Little Drummer Boy? Yeah. I never liked um, Hark the Herald. Like, what, what the hell is that? I could see that. I don't know what Herald is. What, what child is this? Uh, is that an improv group? <laughs> what child is this would be a great um, for um, testing uh, DNA or... <laughs> Maury Povich. <laughs> yeah. Pregnancy test. <laughs> or 23andMe. What's the... Um... <laughs> That'd be a great theme song for them. <laughs> Blue Christmas is a different meaning this year. Blue, it's going to be like a blue Christmas because we're not really going to get able to celebrate it. <laughs> we're not going to get a. It's not going to be a full release. We're going to, we're going to be blue Christmas. Dude, I don't think I've heard this one. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas by John Denver. What? I swear to God, that's our song. This is on a list of the worst. Oh, of the worst uh, Christmas songs. Number two is Please Daddy Don't Get Drunk This Christmas by John Denver. <laughs> What's worse that. than that? <laughs> How is that number two on this list? <laughs> number one, yeah, I remember, please um, grandma get off of methamphetamines before Christmas. <laughs> by who? Who's that by? <laughs> Leland <know>. Jennings. <laughs> remember um, Ocomo Come Emmanuel? We used to, they used to sing that during Advent. At the end of every uh, mass, I think it was O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. I used to always lean over to my sister and say, Lewis. <laughs> a little Webster joke. <laughs> we changed the whole song to, <laughs> to a Webster. O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, Lewis. And you know, like slide down the dumbwaiter. Like, I don't know what it was in there, but dumbwaiter reference or. That's take, awesome. Take the stairs behind the clock. <laughs> well anyway the, the um christmas music will be upon us if it's not already we should make a playlist of our favorite christmas songs <laughs> you know what it's already up just go look for it just go look for it it's just called our christmas playlist <laughs> you know earlier i made a reference that you didn't really bite on i was prepared to talk about al <laughs> Because, dude, I'm so not an Elf fan at all. What? Like, it was never into it. I could oh. see that it would be your sweet spot, your age. <laughs> yeah. I was a little bit older and was like, I'm not watching a puppet. Sure. So, um, you know, me and my buddies used to, that was like a joke of ours, like to make fun of Elf. So when I said 50 million people watch that Battle of the Sexes, dude, I looked it up. 21 million people watched that show. That's like, incredible. That was, I went down this little elf hole, this elf hole. This Which is its own genre of video. <laughs> and this is just so funny, the like origin story of... Uh, Gordon Shumway? The furry, wisecracking alien that we all <laughs> came to know. He's <laughs> <laughs> a pop culture phenom. This is the garbage we all digested. Like, you, you think that we're consuming crap now? Elf? I mean, this thing... It was a big hit, for, and then it did fizzle. But for four years, it was four seasons. I read this little story, though. The alien um, um, was, did not hit it off with the NBC heads right away. Um, but then the, the guy, Fusco, Paul Fusco, uh -huh. he impressed them by starting to roast some executives in the room 
and joking about the network, even wiped a booger on network president, Brandon Tartikoff. <laughs> what? Dude. <laughs> this reads like a Seinfeld episode. I never knew this is what to do in a pitch meeting. You got to go in there, just go off on these people. <laughs> got the green light and it just took off. But imagine if that doesn't work. Be like, wait a minute, what'd you do wrong? Well, I whacked a booger on the president of NBC. <laughs> During a pandemic? He blew up albums. He had a pop single that charted yeah. in Belgium, in the Netherlands. He was Dude, on I Hollywood Squares forever. Oh, yeah. Elf was amazing. I like that um, this guy did was protective, though. He said he would not let Elf endorse, like, beer, hamburgers. He had turned on General Mills. They wanted to do a cereal. Budweiser wanted to do a commercial. He got offered a host like SNL, but they would, they would see the people in the live audience would then see that they you know, he was a puppet and the guy turned it down and all this stuff. But it ended um, with like a to be continued. Oh, really? Was It was like, a... so I'm just saying, I'm putting the alert out now. He's coming back. I guarantee you, this dude is not, we have not heard the last. Just like Gordon Mike Schumer. Tyson came back, yeah. just like the drop out of the sky, Wellendas are still, <laughs> Alf will return. Everyone makes a comeback in this country. Everyone gets a million chances. Tony La Russa is managing the White Sox and Alf is going to be on TV. Mike Tyson just fought. I mean, come on, we're right. We're stuck. When you say four seasons, like 102 episodes, those were four full seasons. Uh, this show was in syndication when I was a teenager. I loved Alf, Gordon Shumway. <laughs> yeah, but didn't they? Wait, who's Gordon Shumway? That was his, uh, that was the character that Alf played when he was trying to pretend to be a person. Oh, yeah. His name was Gordon <laughs> Shumway, which is an awesome name. That is a great name. Actually, and uh, it looks like in back in 2018, someone bought the rights to do or an Elf reboot. So, man, are you correct? Dude, it'll happen. But I did not know this. There was a talk show. I don't know what it was called. It was like an Elf talk show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On TV land. Dude, do you know who his, his co-host was? Ed McMahon. Yes, Ed McMahon sat next to Johnny Carson. <laughs> and for how many years? <laughs> and then... He's doing Alf. I mean, that is, if you ever go back, if you ever do go watch Larry Sanders show, that dude who plays the Ed McMahon of Larry Sanders, the Hey Now. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor? Yeah. It is, um, I mean, he will take a dime any way he can make it. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just, what is that guy's name? Hank something. Hank, Hank Kingsley or Jeffrey it's Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor. The, yeah. Yeah. So Which is great. so Ed McMahon, right? Because the publisher's clearinghouse, the star search, the Dude, elf. Exactly. I can see the character, Hank Kingsley, hosting a show with Elf. Like, that makes <laughs> sense. The Ed McMahon is almost like, Dude, no, you're, that's way too much. You, now you, you have become Hank. Right. Fact is always stranger than fiction. If we've learned, if we've learned anything on this podcast. We haven't. <laughs> True that. All right, man. Anything you need to promo? 
No, man, I'm all good. Uh, leave us a review. It's the holidays, huh? Hook us up a little bit. Give me something to read. Give me something to talk about. Uh, but thanks to everyone who continues to reach out to us and everyone who listens. What about you? What do you got coming up? Yeah, I'm going to hit it again on the um, 19th Ward thing, but I will just echo your sentiments on uh, reviews and subscriptions. We'd love them. If you guys can review us, that helps us a ton. Um, if you have a, anything that's on your mind, you want to interact with us, we're easy to find. Send us an email. Hit us up on the socials. You slide in them DMs. Oh, real quick, too. If you're looking for something fun, um, get out there. Check out uh, Pat McGann's uh, uh, intro from the Chicago Emmys, dude. I loved the In Memoriam. I loved so much of it. So fun to watch. Really well done. Oh, thanks, dude. Uh, the In Memoriam was so great. <laughs> um, I got to uh, give a shout out to Mike Toomey. He, he gave me a hand with that. He came up with some of those and. uh um that was really nice i don't know if you know mike but he's <laughs> oh you got me <laughs> got you on the podcast <laughs> mailed it um all right well i appreciate you saying that i'm gonna hammer home this uh 19th ward uh fundraiser that we're doing for these local businesses again all the proceeds are going to these 39 uh local businesses that are struggling right now and uh, i know that we're gonna help them uh, get through these next few months maybe they can pay their rent or something um but that's that's the goal we got a uh, couple things lined up for the show on Friday, December 4th. You can go to the19thward.com and pick up some raffle tickets. Even if you don't want to do the show, as Jim said, you can still be supportive. Buy a raffle ticket for 10 bucks. Give yourself a chance to win a vehicle. A Ford Escape 2020. Ford Escape. Who wouldn't want to escape 2020? <laughs> in that old Ford. In the oh, old that's Ford. the new commercial, baby. Ford's escape the... Uh... In your new Ford. <laughs> They um, also give you the option if you don't want the car, which is worth twenty six thousand dollars, they'll give uh -huh. you fifteen thousand dollars, which oh, is ridiculous, scary. right? Like you can't even drive that off. You can't even win that car, drive it off, and get twenty grand for it. That's how much <laughs> it drops. I'll tell you what: if you if you win the car for twenty six, I'll give you sixteen five for it. Just let me know. I'll give you a, get the car. I'll buy it from you for sixteen five. We'll all be in a better place. You'll get an extra 10%. I'll get a great deal on a new cord. It'll be good. Oh, is that a uh, solid offer out here? Yeah. I mean, I need is to. 16.5 I mean, MSRP? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean, there is a little asterisk next Cash to it. That, that, that is dependent on me getting financing, which is a crapshoot. So we'll have to see how that goes. Here's my understanding of economics. I don't even process a car commercial. Like I, my head is spinning by the end when they're like, 500 cash back, 2000 guaranteed, 25% rebate by Friday. MSRP, 16.5. 20? 20. What? What? And then there's all that print too that you know they're getting you on that. Like, do you understand all of that? No. I am not, right? Sorry. I've learned a lot in the last, you know, we're running a business here. When you have a family, it's like running a business, Jim. Is that what's happening right now? And what I'm do you guys, what's your business? Running one without an accounting department. <laughs> okay. There's no balance sheet here. There's no, we need, <laughs> we need some spreadsheets. We need to break it down. We need to add a finance brain to this operation. But that's for another day. Brimleys, we love you. Hope you have a great week. Welcome to December, wherever you are. See ya. Bye, Jim. Bye, Brimleys. Have a good Peace. week.